Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in the studio, and uh, Captain Karen Hookham is in here with me to help out a little bit today. But, Karen, I think the big news that we want to talk about today is our very, very, very special guest and someone that uh, is recognizable. As a matter of fact, uh, I saw a stat where there was one particular week, not only was it the number one reality show, it was the number one most watched show on television. Are you talking about the deadliest catch? Yes, I am. Um, yes, I think that's probably right. Um, okay, go ahead. But anyway, he's going to be coming up with us in, uh, um, in, the, in the next segment, so don't go away. And what I want to tell you is that this isn't just reality TV. This is the real thing. You're not going to want to miss this. And we also have, we're starting off in uh, Baja, and we're going to be talking to uh, Rocio from the Finisterra. And we have Jim Korczynski from the Blue Sky in Cabo. So we're going to start in Cabo and move on up to Alaska. And well, but uh, uh, but first, let's talk about. Um, can we just? Can I talk? Sure, a little go ahead. Bit? Okay. So let's. Um, I just want to remind our listeners that we are starting a newsletter, and we want to make sure that uh, everybody gets a chance to sign up for our newsletter on uh, Facebook and also on the website. And um, we are not looking to sell your uh, emails to anybody. We really just want to make sure that that all of our listeners are informed with all the great stuff that John brings you with Fish Talk Radio with guests like Sig Hansen, Mm -hmm. Captain Sig Hansen, and even just all of the wonderful Naviotics and and, and Berkeley and just product information. Just we have so much to share with you, and we want to do it ahead of time. And we are got a ton of stuff we're going to be giving away, so make sure you get registered and online. And And we've got our trip, too. Yes, we do. Real Fun Adventures. And we also have Rocio from the Finisterra on the line. We'll be with her as soon as we come back for the break. So stay tuned to Fish Talk Radio and just Google us and you'll find us anywhere in the world. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass, and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISH-RAP. That's 877-F-I-S-H-R-A-P. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio with Captain Karen Hookham, and we have on the line with us uh, another lovely young lady. We have Rocio Fonseca, who is the, is the director of sales, sales director, but she's the person you want to talk to if you want to get in to see uh, the uh, uh, Sandos uh, Finisterra Los Cabos. This is a uh, all-inclusive resort right downtown on the beach, on the marina in Cabo San Lucas. And they've just spent, I don't know how many millions and billions of dollars renovating that um, historic location. But it is beautiful. And we, Rocio, thank you for coming in and helping us out today. No, thank you, John. It's a pleasure to be again with you and all your audience. Okay. Well, Rocio, the, uh, this time of the year... I know that the water temperature down there has been phenomenally, let's just say, warm. <laughs> like, what uh, would you say? Unusually. Well, let's put it. Let's put it this way: If you're out on the water and you're hot, don't bother jumping in the water. Right. It could help. <laughs> you, you will still have the yeah. same temperature. Right. But uh, the you know October is coming up, which is the tournament season down there, and the fishing, of course, turns over. And let's go ahead and also bring Jim Korczynski on, who operates the luxury fishing yacht, the Blue Sky, right out of Cabo San Lucas also, Jim. Good afternoon, John. Now, Jim, you'd mentioned, I guess, the Blue Sky is already booked up for the Bisbee tournaments this year in October? We're already booked up. As you know, that's one of the highest uh, fishing points of the year. Um, And I'm actually going down to the end of September to do some television producing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got a, who is it that's coming in to visit this time? That's a Canadian show from Wild TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, I'm sure that those Canadians would love to get down to Cabo San Lucas, especially in the fall and winter. But uh, And, Rocio, I know that the September generally is not one of your biggest months, but it, you've been doing such a great job down there that you're, you're starting to you're fill up for October, November also. Oh, yeah, Jim. September is, is been not too bad for us than the rest of the other mm-hmm. competitors. We, we have a very good numbers, more than we thought. In October, November, oh, my goodness, we are over 80% already. For wow. Wow, that's Sunday. phenomenal. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing it's how... It's very nice. We are very happy. It's amazing how well putting you on the radio works, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to talk yeah. to you every time. That yeah. took a couple minutes <laughs> right. there. Yeah, think, yeah. That was a delayed <laughs> reaction. But uh, why don't you, between the two of you, give us an idea, um, you know, why, you know, September is hot. Okay, there's there's no, it always is. And that's why the tourist uh, season is down a little bit. But you still want to go fishing when the water's warm. And that's why October is so great. But I think November this year is going to be if just as, as good, if not better. And then, of course, you got the holidays coming up. So, uh, Jim, why don't you give us a, a kind of a quick overview? And we'd like to hear also some from Rocio about the, the upcoming time of the year. Well, based on the upcoming fall and uh, Christmas season, um, I call it the aquarium of fishing where you get tuna and dorado, mahi-mahi, and, of course, the, the marlins, the billfish, um, all converging at one point. So... Um, if you have the uh, the ability to get out and grab a rod, you can have a deep sea fishing experience, 15 to 20 minutes offshore from the arch. Well, I'll, well I, I think I need to go down there no, no. because well, you, because if it's only 20 minutes, yeah, you can handle that. <laughs> I can handle well, that. I'll tell you what I've told this story before, but many years ago we were at a, a seven boat competition for Marlin, and uh, we were in the other five boats were in. And we far and away had the biggest marlin. So, um, and the third boat, or the last boat that was still out, was right in front of the Finisterra. So we go, okay, well, let's start partying. Crack open the champagne and give the tips out. Well, guess what? What? That SOB hooked up uh, right in front of the Finisterra, a couple hundred yards offshore, and came in with the biggest marlin. No way. How big really? was it? How big? Yes, it's, well, it was about 160 stripe. It was a big marlin. Wow. A big stripe, yeah. But uh, that's that's the whole point. So it? then there was a big party then. Oh, no, no, we were... Oh, you were uh, bummed out. Yeah, that's one way to put it, yes. <laughs> you don't remember what he did. <laughs> yeah. He was so happy. <laughs> well, he was happy, but we got... Well, the problem is, you know, we'd already spent the money by the time we got in. We, You know, we tipped the captain an extra 100 bucks, and, you know, we were buying drinks, and, wow. And we go, what? We lost? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Next time, John, you just, you just come here at the hotel and... And pay one estate for everybody, and you are going to save money. There you go, <laughs> probably, probably. But the great thing about, of course, the Finisterre is the location. If you want to get on the blue sky, you just walk down the hill. Oh, and, wow, that's and, easy. Just walk five minutes. Yeah. Wow. No, no, ta- no taxis. There cannot be nothing mm-hmm. closer. Mm-hmm. Well, I look forward to meeting everybody. Yeah. Well, we'll get you there. And then, of course, you got to get on the blue sky, even even if you don't. Oh, the fish. blue sky looks like a lot of fun. Well, I mean, uh, Jim, I got to tell you the, uh, you know, we've got your um, website and everything, yeah. uh, up on um, Facebook, and boy, those people—you look like you have a lot of well, fun we'll with your you, guests. We'll put you on the back with a uh, swimsuit and take your picture. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly do. <laughs> But anyway, we're having fun. 
But the main thing is if you want to have fun, um, you know, Cabo is, I go there any possibility that I can because, you know, it, it's actually quite easy to get to from almost anywhere in the United States. They've got flights arriving probably every 15, 20 minutes for almost everywhere. Yeah, I think also there's a couple new airlines that are flying mm-hmm. down. Oh, yeah, I think uh, somebody's Southwest yeah. uh, has a flight in from, uh-huh. uh, uh, and there it's Transair or something, but you can book it through. Is a Legion? I don't know. We'll have to yeah. check that out. Virgin, yes. Virgin is coming here too. Yeah, Virgin. That's oh. right. I heard Virgin Air was yeah. coming. Yeah. No, it's yeah, great. It's coming it's, to travel too. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, before you get down there, um, you want to know. Where you don't want to know where you're going. And by the way, if anybody is listening and they're interested in going to Cabo, um, if they just want to get in touch with me. Um, I won't sell them anything, but I'll give them all the information they need to know, where to stay, where to fish. Now, more than likely, it would be the Finisterra and the Blue Sky, but it doesn't have to be. Um, but, you know, the, the thing is about the Finisterra and the Blue Sky, they're very high-end, and the, the um, Finisterra is uh, all-inclusive. But you would be amazed how affordable it is. You, know, you get a couple of people together, and you couldn't get that kind of fishing, those kind of things, for those kind of prices anywhere in the world. No, definitely. So, Especially the fishing. So with that, John's saying, contact him at john at fishtalkradio.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you have questions about anything happening down in Mexico, actually anywhere. I mean, you were just in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Any anything you need to know about fishing, that's why we have Fish Talk Radio. Yeah, let's go. But um, more importantly, we have these, you know, oper- connections and uh, with with um, you know Blue Sky with Finisterre. Finisterre. I, for, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, go. think of it this way, Karen. It's uh, you know, of course, it's Hispanic and which is close to Latin. But um, fine is end and terra is land. Okay. So it's uh, Got it. if you think of it that way, it's much easier. But also, we but also we have it posted on mm-hmm. um, our our Facebook. We have posted on our website, mm-hmm. uh, and um, real fun adventures is what you want to definitely. Oh yeah, because well, we, we partner. Also, yeah, we, we, partner. we also have a trip uh, in November uh, going to the right. East Cape, right north of there. Yes. And very affordable. We'd like to get some response on that. And if anybody that wants to join us on that, we'll give them a free day on an ATV. Well, more importantly, people should sign up for our newsletter Mm -hmm. because then they'll know what's going on. Okay. Well, we've got about a minute or so left, and we want to make sure that Rocio gets her contact information in for us. Uh, And again, all you have to do is Google anything for it says Finisterra, but what would you recommend, uh, uh, Rocio, to get in touch with you? You know what? It's it's so easy. We have our webpage, Mm -hmm. santos.com. And right there, there is our four mm-hmm. hotels that we have in Mexico. And over right. there in the first stop is Finisterra. Right. And they just send an email, and the girl who perfect. attend those uh, emails just right. go in now, the work next to me. Perfect. So. There's a resort that has a similar name, but it's not. Yours is S-A-N-D-O-S. Sandos. Yes, right. Sandos okay. Finisterra. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then, uh, Jim, uh, if somebody wants to go out on the blue sky, I'm sure you can find some spots for them if they're not fishing the... the uh, uh, sure, uh, mm-hmm. I've got you booked for some reason on Halloween, October 31st, John. Well, that's, ah. a, that's appropriate. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Are you okay. getting dressed up, Jim? Yeah, yeah. We're going to go with a big fish. Well, I think anyway, we gotta how, get Jim, going. Jim, just type in Blue Sky, but what's a quick way to get you? Uh, BlueSkyFishing.net. BlueSkyFishing.net, which I believe last time I looked was, uh, according to Travel Advisor, the number two activity in Cabo. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you guys very much for joining in. And we'll be right back with you with Fish Talk Radio.
S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort, the Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja, on the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean modern boats with professional friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. I was fishing last Friday on a lake in Mississippi in the humid summer heat On a boat with my best friend Cletus who was sleeping in the back seat Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have, as promised, a very special guest with us today. We have Captain Sig, who most of you know is the Captain Hansen of the Northwestern, a star of the reality TV series Deadliest Catch. Uh, Sig, why don't we, Captain Sig, let's use that. Captain Sig, why don't you give us a bit of an idea, first of all, about how this all came about, what you do, how it started, and maybe a little bit about what you do when you're not out uh, uh, in the rough water. Well, as far as how it came about uh, in a fishing career? Sure. Well, I mean, for me, it was, uh, that's all we ever know and knew. Um, as As a younger kid, you know, my father 
was a, a fisherman and, and his father before him and so on. We're fourth generation. And basically, uh, he, uh, he, he was a Norwegian descent. So when he migrated, he came over from Norway. And, uh, you know, back there, it was all about the herring and cod industry. And so in the 50s, you know, they hit a slump. And uh, uh, most of these guys from the old country kind of migrated to the East Coast. And a lot of them found their ways to the West Coast uh, here in Seattle, where a lot of guys were stationed. And so back then, uh, they were fishing off the coast uh, of Washington. Most of them were, were dragging for a living. They were trawling. And uh, that's kind of how it started. You know, they, a lot of these guys were fishing halibut here on the West Coast and then up towards uh, Canada and Alaska. And uh, Dad started uh, as a halibut fisherman. And you almost had to kill someone to get it done. Yeah. Well, Captain Sig, I understand you've also got more of your family involved in it, too. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got my brothers on board. So, anyway, you know, one thing led to another. And, uh, you know, our family was uh, the pioneers of the uh, the Alaskan crab fishery. And as we uh, as we were teenagers, we'd go up there every summer. I mean, every, every summer I got a chance, I would go fishing either for salmon or for... Uh, for crab, or I'd go to, back to Norway and visit family and, and get a job there and fish cod or, or mackerel. So that's kind of how our childhood was. Every mm-hmm. summer was just strictly fishing, and then uh, eventually it became a full-time deal. So we, and then, we just love it. How did that turn into uh, one of the uh, most highly rated television shows? Well, you know, the, 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 uh, the crab industry was a big secret for a long time. I mean, uh, nobody really knew about it. And in the 70s, you know, there was big money to be made up there. It was like this gold rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were building boats here in Seattle. I mean, they were pumping three, four boats a month to get up there to hit that rush. And uh, then in the 80s, it went really well for the Apelio crab fishery. And then, you know, word of mouth, they just kind of, uh, the producer of the show, his name is Tom Beers, he heard about the uh, fishery and actually went up there and did a trip just to kind of feel 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 the water, so to speak. And then he hit the docks and just interviewed a bunch of uh, fishermen. And our name popped up. And what's kind of funny about the whole deal is by the time he got done interviewing us, we were the last people that they interviewed uh, here in Seattle. And uh, we were waiting for about two or three hours for these guys to show up at this bar. <laughs> and... By the time they got to us, well, my brother and I were half in the bag. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. you know, so we didn't know they were going to put a camera on us. Once we thought it'd just be a regular interview, and here this guy pulls out a camera and starts filming you. Well, it, had it not been for having a couple of beers, we wouldn't have been uh, loose enough to Relaxed. even talk uh-huh. in front of a camera. And I think that alcohol played a big part in us getting killed, to be honest. That's that's a very great story, and now, well, and, and we did the show. We agreed to do it. Mm-hmm. It was a, it, it is the documentary, so we agreed to do it only because the producer had actually been up there and done it himself or, or witnessed what was going on. So we figured, you know, this wasn't going to be some Hollywood baloney. I mean, uh, they took the time to go up there and actually, you know, uh, uh, experience the fishery, and right. that impressed me. And uh, and I thought. What a neat deal to leave to your kids and grandkids. And, and we thought it would just be a one-year 
documentary, you know, a one-season deal. And next year came around, and the, and the, the darn thing just snowballed. Well, I, I think that most people know that uh, what I wouldn't say you in particular, but you're a big part of it, has started an avalanche that completely revolutionized television. And the great thing about what you guys are doing is it is real. I mean, there's a lot of shows out there that are trying to emulate, and they come up with things that uh, you know are are ridiculous. But this is the real thing. So, but let's go ahead and start a little bit about uh, about the fishing itself. First of all, at the beginning of the show, they show you trying to figure out where it is that you want to go fishing. And it, how do you determine that? Is it is there a, uh, a high spot? Is there rock bottom? Or is it just because that's where you were last time? Well, depending on uh, what species you're fishing for, of course, but, you know, uh, and the time of year. Uh, you know, in the summer months, king crab will go shallow, and then uh, towards the winter, they, they deepen up. And um, so, and you've got a lot of square miles, but um, a lot of it is just, a lot of it's luck. I mean, we all know that. But at the same time, you know, you do have historical spots that have always been better than others. And, and, a, and a lot of the strategy, to be perfectly honest, has to do with the weather. And if you know that you've got bad weather coming in, you're going to tighten up your gear and you're going to just go for it. You know, in other words, you're going to pick uh, smaller uh, areas to, to try. Whereas if you've got weather that you can utilize... Uh, and 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 run around with you know you might spread out for eighty miles. Well, that's and then uh, back uh, and forth. So it, it is just spreading them out there and getting a good feel for it. Well, but, do uh, you do you look at structure on the bottom, or are you looking for sandy and rocks, or uh, is uh, there, do you use your um, your charts to figure out where they should be? Well, it's weird. It's like they do travel in schools, so you're going to try both. And then you'll notice, obviously, a difference. Uh, you know, if they're if they're like in the edge more, or if they're like in the bottom, or if they're up on a up on a ridge. But a lot of times, there may be crab in all areas, high, middle, and low. The difference is, if a guy's been around long enough, and and every crab that you see on the TV show, they all look the same. But really, you you when you when you're really in the game and you can see what's going on. You can tell if it's a residential crab or if it's a school crab. So let's say I'm on a ridge and I get a really good pick out of there. I can tell right out of the gate if I'm going to get another pick or not. Because if, they're, if they've got a, a second skin, you know, if they haven't molted right. and they're, they're a little darker, you can tell that, hey, these guys, they're granddaddies. They're just kind of hanging out. They're not moving. And you can see it on the table. You can see if the crab are lively and if they're really frisky and moving around, you're on school and, and you can see it on the shelf. And if they're darker and they're just kind of moping around when they, when they dump them on the, on the sorting table, they're just kind of laying there. And so a lot of times on a ridge, you'll find, you know, these granddaddies. And then next thing you know, you'll set back and try to hit them again. Well, you've already picked up what's there. So the trick is to know when to pick them up and move. Um, and that's kind of how experience plays into the whole thing. So, you know, no. where, where a kid that tries it for the first time, he's going to go, oh, my God, I got an 80 average. I'm, I'm going to make millions. Right. And then he dumps a couple hundred pots back in the area, and they come up blank. Yeah. They just scooped them up. He already got them. Now, yeah, so, do, I mean, that just takes time. Do they, do they uh, migrate? And if they do migrate, how far do they, do they migrate? Well, they migrate mostly uh, between summer and winter. You know, they'll shallow up in the summer and, and uh, 
and you know, like salmon spawn. That's mm-hmm. where they go to do their thing, way up in the shallows. And then uh, they'll start moving down deeper. But uh, a crab, a king crab, can move up to 20 miles in a day. Okay. So they're, they're on the move, uh, especially the school crab. But a lot of times the trick is to uh, just find the movement and then stay with them. So a lot of times you'll, you know, you'll notice right. uh, a direction. Now, you'll just are... see it by the numbers. And then you start moving. Well, the trick is to stay ahead of them. So you've got to have the guts to pick up. And maybe if, if they're moving right. three miles a day, if, if, it might take you a couple of picks to figure that out. Oh. And you're like, all right, they're going to be three miles. And two days from now when I come back here, or two and a half <laughs> or three days from by the time I get back here, they're going to be three to four miles to the north. Okay. So you've got to just kind of roll the dice and put that gear ahead of them so that they're rolling into your gear. Right. That's yeah. the trick. Are, are they following food? Is that why they're migrating? Or is it currents or what? I, You know, I would imagine... But I think that, well, they're searching. I mean, that's all they do is eat, mm-hmm. sleep, and procreate. <laughs> but uh, you would think they're following food, but you can't really see that on the screen either, you know? I mean, right. a lot of times you'll see it on your sounder, and it's just thick on the bottom uh, on your depth sounder, and you're thinking, oh, boy, okay. there's a lot of uh, uh, activity down here, and, and they're coming up blank. So it's it's the weirdest thing, you know? I, that, I don't think there's a real science to... to uh, fishing king crab okay. or a paleo. They, they are on the move. A lot of times when they're stationary and they're feeding, you know, that is easy because you're just setting them back and kind of bumping your gear over just to give it a little fresh ground. Okay. But when they start running, that's when it gets interesting. You know, then you're, you can be a hero or a zero overnight. Okay. Right now you're touring with some of your friends. If somebody wants to see you live, can you give us an idea of when they might or how they might be able to get in touch with you or find out where you're going to be? The best way is just to look up the northwestern.com. Northwestern.com uh, is the best way to get in touch, and they can follow you that way. Absolutely. Uh, Captain Sig, we're going to be uh, uh, taking a break in just a, a uh, just a, a minute or two, but uh, uh, we're going to come. But you're going to stay over, and then we're going to talk to you some more because we've got a lot more questions, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are listening very intently, and they want to hear a lot more about what's going on. So, if you don't mind, we're going to take a little bit of a break. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and you can certainly go to fishtalkradio.com, listen to this show, and Sig, you can go there too and listen to it uh, anytime you want to, over and over again, if you. I'm John Hennigan, host of Fish Talk Radio. This is Common Sense Conservation, brought to you by Santa Monica Seafood. We have Bob Wade from Santa Monica Seafood. Bob, what do we have going today? The topic for today is about commercial fishing and how it relates to a real buzzword in today's world, sustainable. Being a 75-year-old fishing family, four generations strong, we're very concerned over what our oceans are and what they're going to be able to provide going forward. 
we always seek out every opportunity that we can through vertical integration of our resources to find out how the fishery is being treated, how the fish are being handled. And especially as we talk about sustainable, sustainable means leaving behind a great biomass that's going to leave something for the next generation and for the seasons of future harvests down the road. In the, today's common world, sustainable to us at Santa Monica Seafood, we not only look at the fisheries and the biomass, the boats that are out there harvesting it, but we're also looking at what is being actually produced from a harvest. The age factor, the biomass, are they small, large? Are they mature enough to recreate a cycle of rebirth? So for us, when we look at responsible fishing, sustainable fishing, all of these little nuances need to come into the formula for how an area is fished, the amount of weight that may be removed from a zone of fishing to make sure that we leave not a footprint behind that's going to affect the future growth of the biomass and the availability for future generations. Bob, what do you recommend as a public we can do? If you're buying something from your local fishmonger or if you're dining out, the simplistic thing is to ask questions. Always ask for information. Santa Monica Seafoods works for sustainable fisheries. East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing. Now let me tell you now. I don't care about the evening news. I'm going Welcome fishing. back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have Captain Sig on the line, for the captain of the Northwestern, and one of the stars, if not the star, of the reality TV show, The Deadliest Catch, which is, I believe you're just finishing up your 10th season, is that right, Captain Sig? 10 seasons, I can't believe it's been a decade. <laughs> well, you know, you're still on the air, and I'll tell you what, there's not t- too many that are doing that, and you're, you just keep getting better all the time. But, I know, uh, I guess in like TV land, it's a big deal, you know, for uh-huh. us, we just go out and do what we do, but right. Uh, people enjoy it, and that's pretty flattering when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's kind of talk a little bit more about where you fish. Now, if anybody that has not seen your program, then they, you know, they live in a cave and don't have electricity. But for those that that do see it, the the being out on those waters with these 40, 50, 60 foot swells coming at you is not something that I'd be too interested in doing. But give us a little bit of an idea about the difficulties that you face when you're out on that water. Well, I mean, the weather is always the most difficult. Even when the, if the fishing's bad and the weather's nice, you know, you can move around twice as easy. But when the weather's bad and you get pinned down, there's nothing you can do. You're trapped. And, and, and that's, that's, that goes right back to strategy, you know. If, I would rather be trapped in 30-foot seas 
and, you know, 50 knot winds in a small area where I can get to my gear instead of being pinned down and have my gear spread out for 40 miles because you're not going to get there. You know, what? if our boat does 10 to 12 knots on a good day and I got to run 40 miles on a bad day, now you're down to three or four or five knots, that 40-mile run is going to take you 8 to 12, if not more. And so you're just losing fishing time, and you're beating everybody to pieces when you do it. So sometimes you want to be tighter and be able to haul more gear on lesser numbers because of the weather. And it's tough, you know. I mean, we've seen waves that have literally come over the top of that wheelhouse, and I've got my wheelhouse forward. And, you know, I'm down on the deck just scared to death, uh, just throttled in neutral, and the thing goes over the top and lands on deck, and the guys run forward, you know, because you kind of hit an alarm button. Oh. And I've seen rail-to-rail water where you could not see the deck of that boat. A river. Period. And Fast water. Uh, it makes you wonder, is it worth it? <laughs> but, now, but at the same time, it's like it is worth it because where else are you going to get that kind of uh, thrill? Where else are you going to get... <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not like we're thrill junkies here, yeah. but, but, you know, it's hard to explain it. I, I mean, I can remember trying to explain to some of my kids and buddies that I went to school with, you know, at an early age, and uh, you come home and it's like, boy, you should have seen what we went through. And it was so much snow and blizzard yeah. and you name it, and you couldn't see to the bow. And uh, you tell them about the weather, and they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> they blow it off. And now all of a sudden, you know, many years later, they started filming this show, and you could not believe how many uh, emails I get from old high school buddies yeah. or, 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 you know, right. that are saying, holy crap, now I know what you were talking yeah, about. exactly. Well, you know, on a serious note, it very is very serious, and, and, and it really is uh, uh, a deadly uh, occupation. And as a captain of the boat, you know, I guess, you know, you're obviously you're out there to, you know, to, uh, to fill up the hold, but you have to be responsible for everybody on that ship, and I'm sure that puts a lot of pressure on you. It does. As soon as you leave, well, I mean, even before I leave, uh, you know, for... I would say up to two weeks before we leave, I'm, I'm already starting to change my mentality. Um, you know, my wife and I, once in a while, you're getting arguments because I'm just not here. And so you're thinking so much about what you're going to do and, and every little detail. And it's like you get into this zone. And as soon as you get up to Dutch Harbor and you're on the boat, it's game on. I mean, from the time you get up there... Up until the time you either take the boat back to Seattle for repairs or until you hop on a plane and you leave, you're responsible from A to Z. And, and the, the pressure doesn't leave you. It's like this anchor pulling you down the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have happy times, and yes, there's good days and bad days, but there's always that feeling of responsibility. And one thing I can tell you, in all honesty, uh, is that even on some of the nicest days that we have, sun shining and the weather's nice and you're getting uh, a, a lot of crap, the guys become complacent. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it makes me worry more. And I get really agitated. And I'll, all of a sudden, you'll just flip out and you'll tell them, stop being happy. <laughs> you, just, well, you, you have to, because they have to be on, on edge. they got to mm-hmm. have that edge or bad things happen. And that's when guys get lazy. And uh, I can say this 
in all reality because I've seen it time mm-hmm. and time again. And, well, and I've seen myself become complacent where when the weather was nice, let's go faster, let's go harder. And then all of a sudden, somebody makes one wrong move, and this guy's heading uh, for the stern. He's got a line tied around his leg, and they had to cut him free. Well, and I'm thinking, had I not sped up, had I been more on cue, that would have never happened. Mm. So, I mean, I have learned from the perils of my crew, which I'm ashamed to say it, but it's true. Right. And so I don't ever want to put people in that position right. again. And so you have to be on point. Uh, Captain Sink, what about the cameras on the boat? Uh, First of all, do they interfere in what your real job is? Uh, And, of course, having them there has to be a distraction. Well, (laughs) that's the funny part about it. You know, uh, when they first got on and we agreed, they thought that we agreed because we wanted to be TV horse. And they thought it was all about them. And they soon found out that they took the back seat Mm. and that it's not about them. It's about fishing first camera second and that's our rule number one on that boat and those guys could not swallow that pill the first year yeah they didn't understand it and i'll tell you we've had cameramen on the boat because they like to swap them out they don't want them to become complacent either they're after the story they're after anything that they any angle they can get to make tv which i understand but at the same time They'll start swapping out these new guys, yeah. and now you got to train them. So yeah, there's there, there's uh, there, there's none of the take two, and let's do that again. No, <laughs> hell no. And and but but we've had them in uh, some situations where you know we've saved their lives. On my boat alone, I've saved them twice. Wow. For sure, without question, they would have been done, dead, and gone. And uh, I mean, they they paying attention. So, so yeah. these guys understood very quickly that it was very real. And so even for the cameramen, they had a come-to-God moment. And so the production company is like, wow, these guys are serious. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's what makes the program, I think, so interesting to people right. because it's the real deal. They, they know that even these camera guys are jeopardizing their own ass. Right. And now, so they have to listen to us. It's not the other way around. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what makes it real. Uh, Captain Sig, uh, as a reality show, they always want to introduce competition into it. And they do that on the, uh, on the show. But do, they, uh, do the captains work together to help each other? Or is there real, you know, what is the competition between the captains? Well, I mean, well, i got two answers for that. Number one, uh, uh, in the beginning, they wanted it to be a competition reality show. They had prize money. And the fishermen were having it, and the Coast Guard wasn't going to have it. It's like, you've already got an industry that's, uh, you know, uh, dangerous enough, and now you're mm-hmm. going to put the bait people with money? Yeah. And so that didn't happen. Mm, good. Well, do, you, so, do, do the I'm captains glad. help each other out? Well, as far as that comp- competitive side, uh, wow. Well, I mean, if somebody calls lately, you and asks you where the fish are. they've been getting better. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, even, you know, like Keith, he has a boat called The Wizard. Him and I were always competitive, and, and he'd lie to me. He'd lie to his own <laughs> and, uh And back and forth, um, when the fishing was tight, he'd be very, uh, you know, uh, he'd hold those cards to your chest. But uh, we do lie. Mm-hmm. And if you do have a hot spot, you're not going to want to give sure. it up. It's a lot, well, and, and a lot of money. It got so bad to yeah. where I know before the show came around and when my father was alive, you know, I would use a single sideband radio and I would radio home uh, whenever we could get through. And uh, I would 
give him a code. And I would say, well, you know, I've got uh, on board, I've got, you know, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, yeah. whatever, pound. Right. Oh, okay, great. And then if it was a real big day, uh, I'd tell them in code, because everybody can right. hear the radio right. conversations. And then uh, I noticed over a course of time, because he would go down to a little town called Ballard here in Seattle, where all the fishermen would hang out, and uh, go into the coffee shop, or maybe go and have a beer. And a lot of the other boat owners that were hiring and firing people from this area, they were down there. Okay. So my father would tell these guys, mm -hmm. hey, my son's killing it, and he's on big fishing, and yada, yada. Right. And then he would literally give them the spot to where we were. Mm -hmm. uh and Captain news would travel via radio from Seattle back to the other <laughs> guys, go. captains. Right. And then all of a sudden you have there this you armada go. of, of <laughs> yeah. guys coming on your, at on you. Your spot. Okay. Yeah, like a well, storm we're, we're, we're going to have to end a segment here real quick. Hopefully we can get you back in uh, real soon. But just if I can just get a, a, a question in and out in, uh, in just a couple of seconds. Uh, okay. Has the fishing been declining since you've been seeing it, or are they maintaining the, the fishery? Uh, it's very sustainable. We have, okay, uh, we have uh, right now we're taking 15% of the mature males, whereas in the past we would take 42% of the males. Okay. So very okay. conservative and sustainable industry. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, we really appreciate that. And uh, there's a lot of other things that we'd like to get into. And hopefully we might be able to do this sometime in the future because I know you're also involved in, the, in salmon when you're not out crabbing. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on. It's been fascinating. And I, you know, if you haven't been watching this show, I'm, I'm sure that you will now. But now you know that it is a real deal and it really is the, the deadliest catch. Uh, Captain Sig, we really appreciate you doing that. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we'll make sure that you go to fishtalkradio.com and you can hear Zig, you can hear your own self, and anybody else that wants to come in and listen to the show, we appreciate that very much. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio with Captain Karen Hookham. And Karen, was that awesome? Oh my gosh. Sig is the coolest dude. (laughs) Or should I say captain, right? You know know what I really liked about the whole thing? Is that when when you watch something on television, well actually, even when you watch the news, (laughs) for that matter, is it real? Yeah, right. Well, that was, yeah, I mean, that, and I thought the, one of the most funniest part in the interview was that they had had, they were waiting for the crew to get there to interview them and and that they had had a couple of beers and that, that that it probably wouldn't have gone as well. Yeah. I thought that was just, he really down to earth, you know, good guy. I, I actually, it would be fun to be able to maybe interview um, the other captains on the boat. Well, I mean, they're I going. To, yeah. Oh, that's that's a good no. Idea. The other the, the other, other boats because yeah. there's several uh, boats well, in the uh, show. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, Captain Sig did say he'd be interested in going down to Baja, so maybe we can, wouldn't that uh, be great? Yeah, maybe we can get him down there. Oh wow! Maybe I'll have a competition with him because uh, I don't know if I'm sure he's fished all over, but I'd, I'd go head to head with him on a marlin. Well, let's see. He's been fishing since he was 14. I, I said that, yeah. but I don't know if he's ever gone. I don't think he's he's done that. No, type of I think he said when. So no, I would, I would go head to head with him on that. This, head this, to head, at least Ooh, the boy. first trip. Did yeah. you hear that, Sig? You just got a uh, what <laughs> a is throwdown? A throwdown <laughs> or a fish That's down? Uh, <laughs> what is it? Anyway, but uh, there is some exciting stuff. We just talked. You know, we, earlier we talked about Baja. The fall is a great time of the year, and the fall. Everywhere, um, yeah. I'm going to be leaving a couple of days to go up to Crescent City, and uh, they've got the Smith River, the Trinity, and then uh, you know the ocean fishing out of uh, Coos Bay and, and Crescent City. Be um, I haven't checked, but hopefully there's some still some salmon being going on up there. So we'll yeah, see. I mean it sounded like uh, there's a lot. Well, the going fall fishing on. is just beginning. The steelhead, yeah, uh, and then you know in the western part of the country, we, we you know the lakes are having some. Difficulties, yeah, you know, that's about, so like the dust bowl at thirty. <laughs> but but but, uh, but wait, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, you we were talking about that the water was so warm in Mexico that it mm. was forcing 
Well, what the you know normally in the fall, uh, it, the best fishing, and that's why in October is a tournament month, uh-huh. is because the the uh, tuna, the marlin, uh, they like warm water. I see. And so when the water's in that's mid seven mid eighties, mm-hmm. it's perfect. I see. Maybe even mid to high eighties. Um, but what's happened is it's gone over 90 degrees. Yeah. So what happens is the bait, they don't like that kind of temperature, so they go down. When they go down, everything else goes down. Right. So it's more difficult fishing. But in, uh, you know, October, November, it would be perfect time to go down there. Yeah. And then, of course, Well, you know, speaking of November, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. you, oh, yeah, yeah. the Real Fun Adventures trip that mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. um, scheduled. To no- East Cape, November right. 2nd. Now, November 2nd. Now, real, real quickly, I haven't told you this, Oh. but... It includes two days cruiser fishing, and if anybody wants to uh, get in touch with us, uh, that they heard here, we'll also give them a day on an ATV, uh, and you can take that Which for was surf so fishing. much fun last uh, yeah. year. I mean, that awesome. was so you cool. Can go, you can go surf fishing or yeah. exploring or uh, just uh, cruising along. And, uh, and you can check mm-hmm. out the pictures on our website oh, yeah? uh, because from last year when Jason and oh, okay. Aaron yeah. went out on the ATVs, yeah. they caught yeah. a lot of, they, they had a oh, great yeah. time until the battery died on the ATV. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but well, we, we guarantee that we got road service. But anytime, anywhere you can find us, Fish Talk Radio, anywhere on um, listen to the show via our website, listen Web Talk Radio, webtalkradio.net, uh, iHeartRadio. Sign up for our newsletter. We're out of time. We're out of time. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Please go to the website, the Facebook, get more information, sign up, and uh, just ask for the free day ATV. Uh, unbelievable price. You okay. are listening you to. You are listening to. Fish Talk Radio. Thank you. Fishing